love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zelts Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow Zelts, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. Fantastic. Fantastic, indeed. This episode, we are talking Captain Marvel. That's right. This is, I'm not going to say what number, because I'm not sure if I have that in my notes or not. You guys can guess what number of uh, MCU film this is. I uh, thought I had it. Maybe I do. But guess what? We'll have to find out later. Try something. Remember. It's something. And I'm also going to review Greta. We're also going to do a, Ma- a March Madness Sweet 16 Top 16 Grossing Movies of 2018 in honor of March Madness. That will be fun as well. And before we do all that, though, let's get right into the From the Cutting Room Floor. All right, let me first start this out with one thing. When I went to see Captain Marvel, one of the trailers before the movie was the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Did you guys see this trailer? I did. I am all in for this movie. Oh, I wow. have I have never seen any Fast and Furious movies. But I this saw, yeah, I saw part of the first one and hated it. This looks like a but like two guys like the, you know the old school like 80s cop movies like buddy cop movies they can't stand each other and they have to talk, yeah. team up and this looks exactly like that. I am so <laughs> in I'm like, "Oh my god." And I saw like Fast and Furious presents. So it's not really part of that series. <laughs> I love it. I am so in on this movie. <laughs> wow. I've seen that odd couple. I've seen every single one. Yes. Because I, I watch them like in a series. I work out and then I have to like watch, do something. Right. Yeah. So I watch them, you know, a half hour at a time every day. All, all. all right. And um, tell me you don't want to see. This I, movie. I don't want to see this. I really oh. don't. But really, I, I just. Wow. I guess maybe it's because I wasn't watching it because, hey, I'm such a fan. It was more like, uh, those are, you know. Eye candy. A, lo- a long amount of time to take up space, you know, to fill up some <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> Not well, me, I, mean, I love The Rock because he takes all these terrible movies and he's and he's, <laughs> he's just got this charm that makes him still okay. <laughs> but, but, but without the simmering hate between Vin Diesel and The Rock, which I just sense. I don't know if it's, you know, is it going to oh, be as much fun? Yeah, you got some weird fetish stuff going on in your viewing. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a hate <laughs> coming there. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, oh wow. Well, that'll be a beep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How much work can you have me do <laughs> editing this episode? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. considering hate to motivate his workout. <laughs> uh, I guess this is, Joe, what do you, th- what do you think of the trailer? Oh my god! I was like, I'm watching. I'm like, what the hell is? And I'm like, watching it. It keeps going and going. I'm like, oh my god! This looks better and better every second. <laughs> I know. It's preview. I know. By the end of it, I was hooked. I saw it right at the beginning, like Fast and Furious. I'm like, oh, I want nothing to do with this series. <laughs> yes, yes. And then I keep watching the trailer. Like, I wonder if I can watch this without seeing the Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna try. <laughs> I don't care. I, I think I think it would help because. <laughs> Ah, uh, wow! Because because Shaw kills so many people, and you're like, then they just suddenly like everyone's okay with it. The next, you know, the next. So the Shaw next movie. is which one Shaw? I mean, and the the lack of knowing what the heck you're talking about, Paul, might actually aid in making. This movie. <laughs> but which one's Shaw, Paul? Shaw is Stratham, right? Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know these characters in the least. <laughs> but I'm in. I, when that movie comes to the theaters, I'm going to be there. <laughs> because they, they kill his brother in any way. So anyway. uh, all right. I don't care about yeah. any of that. I just want to see him in the uh, rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks fantastic. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Let's move right into the Umbrella Academy. We teased this last week. Paul, You, uh, I presume you got to finish watching the season one from the Netflix original series, I suppose. As it were, yeah, and 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 as I've said, this will <laughs> definitely be the best Dark Phoenix saga adaptation we'll ever get. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I something. don't know what that means. Oh, that's an X Men <laughs> reference. Even I know that, Paul or Joe. Oh man, yeah. So I'd be very curious to hear what you think. I think it was a fantastic series. Absolutely loved it. I can't wait for season two. I hope. I I truly hope they don't, you know, because at the very end they all turn into kids, and then they get like shipped away i hope they keep they come back as 
their original the actors do it. You know what I mean? I don't want different actors portraying these characters. You only want the one the kid to be a kid yes. and the rest of them to be Yeah. I, I, I just worry so much that season two they're gonna time travel and ruin this. Well, I almost <laughs> get canceled just so I can have a great memory. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So you, Joe, you're a fan of season one. Yes, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, the funny thing was, is I started watching it the first episode. and It was like on a Sunday afternoon or something. I turned it on. And I fell asleep halfway through the first episode. <laughs> I did, too, believe it or not. So <laughs> I'm like, this can't be good. And then, then I later you told me, no, no, watch it. So yeah. I sat down a little later. It was like the next Sunday. I was like, OK, I'm going to watch it. And I got all the way through the first one. I'm like, oh, watch the second one. You know, by the time the first episode ended, I was like, I need to see the second one. <laughs> five episodes that day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so holy good. crap, my whole Sunday is gone. I just spent five <laughs> hours watching the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's such a good show. I love all the characters. You know, it's funny because when I, when, when we, st- we first get introduced to him, like the kid, the kid character, I didn't like him. Like he annoyed me. But now I love I love that character. Like all the characters I just absolutely love. The weirdest thing about the whole thing that I can say is the boyfriend of the Dark Phoenix as you would put it Paul. Uh the the boyfriend you know you know he had he had other he had other uh motivations to get her to realize her powers and all this stuff. But at the very end when she, right before she killed him, what was he thinking? Like what was his train of thought because aggravating her at that point i don't see what where he was trying to go other than get himself killed it just didn't make any sense at all like what everything else was methodical and thought out and it all made sense and at that point when she wasn't going with his plan he starts berating her and she starts getting upset like you know what's going to happen right i mean she she's going to kill you what are you doing but, but but you don't know that he knew what was going to happen he didn't really know what was going to happen right what He's did he think was going to happen he started he start insulting her. Uh, I don't know. I think he was a little too. I mean, he, he got was pissed. Obviously, a bad guy. I mean, the whole way they wrote it. I mean, from the first time you meet him, on you know, you know, it's going to turn out bad, right? Yeah. I mean, he was. They could have named him Snidely McDaddy or something, right? <laughs> Just like you know, this is going to be the bad guy by the end of it. He was a little. Oh, no, right. You, you you had to. I I thought he was going to be involved in time travel because of his Peabody name, right? Like. Uh, does anybody oh, else no. think you know okay no sorry <laughs> no, I, like I didn't realize that until after you told me because i'm a little slow yeah me too me too <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite as smart as you paul <laughs> <laughs> so joe and i absolutely love it we highly recommend uh season one i look forward to season two joe's got some reservations but paul uh yeah what are your thoughts so i mean uh, the the creators of of, of this comic said that they're their inspiration was um, the Doom Patrol, who was also the obvious inspiration for the X-Men. So it, it is hard not to see the Dark Phoenix saga if you're a comic book geek. That, that's exactly what this, this is. And the last time we had a Dark Phoenix saga put in, on film, it was horrible, right? It was like the worst X-Men movie out there. Just wait till the next one. <laughs> yeah, it, then it comes out in June. They're, they're trying it again, right? Oh, we reboot the, the Dark Phoenix. No, hey, not Catwoman. <laughs> uh, no, but I, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the characters. I, I always, I, I love Ellen Page and almost anything she's in. I don't know why. She just has a lot of personality, I guess. Yeah. All the um, Juno, right? I mean, every time you see her, you just got to turn it on. Yeah. 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 And she, she's an X-Men too, right? She was Kitty Pride or whatever. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, um, you look forward I, to season two? Oh yeah, I definitely see where they're going to go with it because I, 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 they're probably going to have to. I think probably go with original material from what I've from what I've read about the comic book. They kind of went through most of the usable material. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you, they're now going to put it in the hands of the writers instead of the comic book source? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because it sounds like there's only three comic books out, the three series out. Yeah. And they really combined two of them. One of them was was around the number five saga, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there, the, the very first one was around Vanya's thing, right? Those weren't necessarily intertwined like they are uh, in the TV adaptation. Well, yeah, great movie. I, and I really had fun. I do kind of, part of me does kind of wonder, how is Allison's power not stronger than Vanya's really? Do you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it seems like... Allison's power is 
endless. Yes. Or am, am, am I? Am I? You know, am I hard selling it or? Yeah, because she can basically say whatever she wants and gets people to do stuff, right? And it it becomes the truth, right? Yeah. Whatever she says. Yeah. And honestly, who wouldn't do that to their kids? How would you lose custody like that? I yeah. Would do it in a second. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna stop after this last one. <laughs> after I get my family back together, now I'm stopping. <laughs> Like she committed a crime with the child. I mean, she's yeah, I, I know. Dead. I mean, I, I heard, I heard a rumor you got straight A's. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's she did like she obviously she from what it says she coaxed her husband into loving her and everything else. So, I mean, she's been doing this <laughs> her whole life. So yeah. And, and they draw the line at making the kid go to bed on time. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to draw it somewhere. Yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fantastic. though. I big fan. Highly and recommend are the rest of these kids are what? 43 kids born. And we know seven of them. Yeah. So let's just where are the rest of these superheroes in this universe. I, I do also wonder why she, why she never said anything about what she said to Vanya until then. Yeah. Right. Like you really wonder because if, if, She'd come clean before Vanya rediscovered her powers. Things would have gone down a lot differently in this <laughs> adaptation, right? Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely. I I, I would first run this. I, I, I like. I liked it. Yeah, fantastic. I I agree. Go out and watch it today. Bam. All right. Now we're gonna move on to the March Madness. But before we do that, let's clean up a little bit. So, in order to do March Madness, I requested that you guys, uh, Joe, you see A Star is Born, and Paul and Joe go see Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. <clears throat> so you guys both did that. Now, we've previously reviewed those two movies, Flash Review style, because everyone didn't see it. So if you want to go back to some episodes last year, you can check those out. Let's start with A Star is Born, since, Joe, that was only you. So if you want to give us your review of this movie paul and i reviewed it prior i gave it a first run paul gave it a second run uh yeah that's not good he, that's definitely a first run movie but joe what do you think well i i really loved it and i mean like i like i said years of sign on us i probably shouldn't have been peeling onions while i was watching it <laughs> <laughs> who cooks who cooks in front of the tv like <laughs> <laughs> it was such a well done show. I mean, I really liked it. The only problem I had with it is that I did listen to your previous reviews and the end was spoiled for me before I got there. Oh, but him. So I knew it was coming the whole time. And I mean, I was just like, oh no, oh no. And I could just watch it building in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I love how they handled it, how we gave the dog a steak. It's <laughs> a class act. You're going to go bump yourself off. Feed yeah. the dog. <laughs> right but i mean and that's the uh, that's the only reason i mean if you heard the if you know the spoiler it's a second run yeah um, if if you don't know the if you don't know what's going to happen first run is def i i love the show it was really awesome and it's got sam elliott and just i mean and did you know her dad was andrew dice clay well yeah you mean just by I did looking not know, at him? the movie i did not realize that was him you're kidding me i it never occurred to me how in the world didn't you know that was him I was watching the credits like, holy crap. Because the last time I saw Andrew Dice Clay, he was, you know. Eh, about 50 pounds less. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, was, he was younger, thinner, and. But he's still Andrew Dice. I mean, you can. Rhymes, wow. Right? I, mean, I can't believe you didn't recognize him. Wow. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw him, I, I knew that was him. <laughs> oh, I, I was I was watching because when that when those guys, the, those old guys were all together, I was watching yeah. the one. From Orange is the New Black. I'm like, oh, I recognize him, but I just ignored. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you didn't recognize him. Okay, so what for as for the purposes of reviewing Joe, what do you give this movie as far as a rating? I mean, it was spoiled. I mean, I would have to say second run. It, ah. It's a great movie. I just it's one of those, you know, you watch it, it's you know, I put it in the category of you, you sit at home and watch it. I don't I can't imagine wanting to see that in a theater because it would just <sighs> You know, oh, these onions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why did I bring onions in my pocket? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to do that in, a, in, a, in public. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Second run from Joe. Okay, let's move right into Spider-Man, into the Spider-Verse. I'm the only one who's seen this previously. And at the time, I give it a first run. 
I haven't seen it since, but I still stand by that uh, review. It has won the best animated movie from the Oscars. So let's see what you guys think. Uh, Joe, we'll start with you since Paul probably has more of a backstory knowledge of it. You know, he's a he's a comic book nerd. So, Joe, what did you think of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, see, Paul, Paul definitely understands. So, so what I'm wondering, and I guess in the, just a real quick question for Paul first, is Spider-Pig a thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh Spider-Ham? Yeah, I thought it was just the Simpsons joke. <laughs> no. no, 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 there was, and it was a joke comic, obviously. Yes, there was a whole, but eventually it became a whole series of joke comics based on all of the different spider here, all of the different superheroes in the Marvel universe. Oh wow! Okay. You know, having their own animal counterpart. <laughs> but of course, Spider Ham was bit by a radioactive pig. He was a spider bit by a radioactive pig. Um, <laughs> so, um, love it. I, I love it. I was like, okay. Anyway, sorry. That was just off. As I saw the pig and I'm like, oh my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> you told us late during the week, Tom, and I was yeah. finished up work one night. And I was like, oh, I got to watch this movie. And I was in kind of a grumpy mood. I was in one of those moods where I'm like, man, I, there's no way I'm going to like anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, but I need to watch it. I have a deadline. I put the movie on and I start watching it. And I'm like, man, I don't really like this color palette. And I'm looking at it. <laughs> Uh, and then I start, and then like about 15 minutes in, I realized that I'm absolutely hooked on this thing. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is the, I mean, my whole mood changed from the day of work and everything. <laughs> I was like, I just watched this movie and I just liked it. The more it went, the more I wanted. I absolutely love this show. <laughs> uh, definitely. It's first run material all the way for me. Oh yeah. So good. I love the fact that Peter Parker dies. And, you know, it, the, the Peter Parker that we know, the ones from Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, <laughs> the, the, they did the flashback of him doing his stupid pointing fingers and all that. Oh, yeah. And then and Jake Johnson, I just, he he just entertains the crap out of me, everything he's in, you know, between New Girl and Jurassic World. And he was just a great uh, voice to put in there. He's a good character. And uh, Spider-Gwen was, yeah. was, I mean, the whole thing was just, like, really cool. Yeah, it's really, that was a very good. It's funny because the first couple trailers I saw that, I had no desire to see it. It just looked didn't, didn't look good at all. And then I saw the one trailer and actually it looked decent. I'm like, okay. And then I went to see it and wow. Yeah, and the new kid, I mean, you're rooting for him by I mean, I mean, you're just totally behind this kid by the end. I mean, you're all wanting him. It's like Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. What have we done? <laughs> and did you see the please tell me you uh watched the post credit scene? Um I saw it because the the copy I had of it had a whole big thing at the end. And then it went into a bunch of interviews and stuff with the actors. So where it was, uh, it's basically, it's the eighties version of Spider-Man and they kept pointing at one another. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Quit pointing at me. Yeah. I saw that and I really liked it. And then it went over Uh, and then the credits and, and then the video I had of it had like, you know, all the, all the voice talent talking about it. Oh yeah. I I didn't say any of that stuff, but yeah, (laughs) so good. So good. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, all right, Paul, what say you? Yeah, I mean, this is great. Miles Morales, obviously, has had quite a kind of a run as being the first controversial change of character in the Ultimate Comics. Uh, he was Spider-Man. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was a good adaptation of Into the Spider-Verse, uh, which is actually was a comic series. Um, it's, it's shortened and abbreviated and made more simple, but uh, good. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it a lot. It was fun. Um, I hard have a hard time going... All right, first run. You got me first run. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he, he, he wanted that second run so badly. <laughs> yeah, the, stupid movie. Just, <laughs> Dang you, <Damn> movie. <laughs> Everything wrong with the movie is that it was too good to rate second run. Oh, bastard. Oh, so good. Yeah. All right, there you go. So there you go. So now we are ready to actually do the <laughs> March Madness bracket. You guys don't have the bracket in front of you but I will tell you what the movies are. I actually, they're seated in the order of uh, their, the money they made. So we have, I'll go through all of them. Then we'll go and actually choose. We have Black Panther versus A Quiet Place. Incredibles 2 versus Ralph Breaks the Internet. Aquaman versus Solo, A Star Wars Story. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch versus Bohemian Rhapsody. Avengers... Infinity War versus Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom versus Venom. Deadpool 2 versus A Star is Born. 
Mission Impossible Fallout versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. So there's some interesting matchups here. Now, this is now these are based on gro uh, top grossing movies of 2018, but as far as you picking your movie, uh, I guess what you enjoyed more or what you would like to see more again. I, I don't know how to... <laughs> whatever criteria you wish to base it on for your choice, we'll go round robin. We'll each go round, vote for each one, and majority wins and moves on to the next round. Are you guys ready? All right. All right. So which one you like the first time the most or would you rather see it again? Um... Because you gave me one matchup where I know that, I mean, those are two very different answers. So I guess I'll leave that to you. Okay. Uh, which I guess if I was going to say, hey, let's, let's sit down and watch a movie, which would you want to watch right now? So gotcha. that, that, that helps because I think, Paul, uh, you didn't see one of the movies and Joe, you didn't see one of the movies. So uh, you can use that same uh, idea. Would you rather Okay, see... but having seen it, hey, do you want to watch this now? Which my answer would be type yeah. of thing. Yeah, which okay, one would you gotcha. rather watch right now? All right, here we go. Let's begin. Well, I, I guess it'd also be with the quality of the movie. I'm not really sure. Like, So the, for the very first one is Black Panther versus A Quiet Place. Now, Joe, I think I know your answer based on the reviews you gave. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Uh, but for the rest of us, normal people, this is a harder one. So this one, I've seen Black Panther many times. So if I were going to strictly say which one I want to watch right now, it actually might be A Quiet Place just because I haven't seen it as many times. However, Black Panther is, you know, it's an MCU very good movie. So I think I'd have to judge it more so that, assuming I haven't seen Black Panther a million times, I'm going Black Panther. I, I got to go Black Panther in this one. Wow. See, see, I'm thinking which movie would make what's going to make more of a, um, what would you call it, a, more of an impression maybe of, of of being influential in other movies, and I would have to go with A Quiet Place. Well, that's for sure. It would be more influential. Quiet Place would be, yes. And Joe? I, I agree with A Quiet Place. I yeah. mean, there's nothing in Black Panther you haven't seen in every Marvel movie. Wow. Okay, well, at least Black Panther got one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. All right, let's move on to the next one. Incredibles 2 versus Ralph Breaks the Internet. Pa uh, Joe or Paul, do you want to start this one? Go right ahead. Sure. Um, Incredibles 2 versus Ralph Breaks the Internet. I think it's hard because they're both sequels. I am going to go with the more entertaining one. Unfortunately, probably was The Incredibles 2. All right, Joe. Yeah, I, I didn't see Ralph Breaks the Internet, and I think that might be just indicative of the answer because I was like, eh, I just never got around to it where Incredibles 2 was, you know, it's what the Fantastic Four should have been, right? <laughs> and All maybe right. it will be. Incredibles 2. Now, my vote doesn't matter, but this is clearly Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2 was an incredible movie, should I say. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, I'm with you, Joe. I actually wanted to see it, and when I did see it, it just didn't do anything for me. It wasn't nearly as good as the first one. Uh, I don't know. I just, Incredibles 2 is clearly the winner on this one. Um, I would not watch Ralph Breaks the Internet again, uh, even if I could. So there you go. <laughs> All right, next one. Oh, this is an interesting one. Aquaman versus Solo, a Star Wars story. And again, I think I know Joe's answer, but Joe, lead the way. Oh, God. I got to go Aquaban. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, that's this is one of the tougher ones like the two. <laughs> yeah, we're going Aquaman. All right. Uh, yeah, I I liked Solo. I thought Solo was a fantastic movie. But I, I have to agree with you. I think I, I enjoyed Aquaman, too. So I'm going Aquaman. What the heck? Paul. Wow. Um, just to be um, uh, contrary, I think I'm going to go with Solo, a Star wow. Wars story. Uh, how about that? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. No, okay. so, uh, very good. Yeah, I mean, that's a very close. I, I'd like to see Solo again. So, All right, let's move on. We have Dr. Seuss's The Grinch versus Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, uh, I'll start this one, but Paul, you haven't seen The Grinch, right? I have not seen The okay. Grinch. I'll I don't start think this. Change my answer though, but yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if you guys noticed. I saw on Flipboards, it's an Android app that I have that gives me basically news stories of things that I'm interested in. And the one of the things were or was Bohemian Rhapsody winning the Oscar for best editing. And this guy basically put this video together as to why that's a terrible choice for them to win this. And essentially, he took a scene and he dissected it 
as to you know all these cuts it's making and it didn't serve its purpose and it was really very fascinating to watch this clip of them bashing the fact that this won the best editing <laughs> in Oscar. But with that said, I absolutely adored that movie. So, you know, the Grinch was good, but uh, all, at the end of the day, it's a kid's story and Bohemian Rhapsody is anything but. So I'm going Bohemian Rhapsody. Paul, what say you? Yeah, I, I would say Bohemian Rhapsody for the, again, probably for the cultural impact sort of thing, right? I yeah, don't yeah. really imagine Grinch going to go anywhere. <laughs> all right, uh, Joe? Uh, I got to make it a clean sweep. I mean, the Grinch was kind of cool and entertaining and all, but Bohemian Rhapsody is just, it's just awesome. Yeah, very good movie. And I, I highly recommend uh, if you Google, I don't know, uh, why why Bohemian Rhapsody shouldn't have won the best Oscar for editing or something to that effect, you might I find I saw a link video. to it, but I got busy and then didn't watch it. Yeah, it's actually go really good. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting to watch it. All right, let's move on to Avengers Infinity War and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This one is very interesting, and I believe, Paul, you are up, sir. Um, this time the geek's going to win out. Infinity War, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to apologize. All right, Joe, what say you? I think I'm going to go with Spider-Man. Wow, okay. Spider-Man, okay, well, my vote actually counts. I can't believe it. There we go. <laughs> I think I'm with Paul, though. I mean, Infinity War is such... Wow. <laughs> what a movie. What a story yeah. I told. Uh, Infinity... You know, the only thing that's dampening me, and maybe it's it's unfair, is because I was just reading something last week that said that the sequel, the current cut of the sequel is like three hours long, and I just like lost my soul. Uh, they, they were... <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, do I have to do this? They were talking about adding an intermission into it. Yeah. Oh, they had better. I just, <laughs> I just like, oh my God, I cannot believe you're going to make me do this for yeah. three hours. I got a fast like three days beforehand. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's going to be awful. <laughs> All right. Oh, so you're going with Spider-Man then? Yep. I want uh, with Spider-Man. I got you guys. Beat me up with Infinity War. <laughs> All right, let's move on. This one to me is very easy. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom versus Venom. Uh, Joe, you start this one. I think it has to be Venom. There's no question, right? I mean, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom wasn't even a good movie. <laughs> it went completely <laughs> off the rails. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even like that movie. I, I wouldn't watch it if I could. And the first one I'll watch all day. But I, I, I might watch Say Yes to the Dress with my wife instead. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree with you, Venom. Paul, what say you? Yeah, I mean, if I could go back in time and stop stop Jurassic World from being made, the second one from being made, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it would probably happen. So yeah, um, oh. Venom's, Venom's fun. So let's do Venom. <laughs> all right, Venom. So right. Paul was in a room with Hitler, <laughs> Stalin, and the director of Jurassic World. He's going for <laughs> Jurassic World, yeah. He would shoot the director twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Deadpool 2 versus A Star is Born. Talk about the uh, tell of two different movies. I will start this one. I was a huge fan of Star is Born, and uh, Deadpool 2 was just fantastic. <laughs> I love no, Deadpool 2 was such a good movie. I think I gave them both. I don't even know what I gave Deadpool 2. Maybe I get it opening weekend. I don't know. But I think I'm going to have to go with Deadpool 2 on this one, and I think this is going to be unanimous sweep. Maybe I'm wrong. Paul, what say you? Oh, this is tough. I know, right? Because, you know, yeah, the, the nerd in me says Deadpool 2, but if I'm really thinking of, like, absolute value of a movie, it's probably A Star is Born, but... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go Star is Born and let and let oh, Joe break the tie. Oh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, this matters, buddy. Yeah, wow. Because this is the one that actually prompted me to ask you the rules clarification question when you uh, reviewed this one. Yeah, because it was like a Star is Born. I think it it is a better film. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, but yeah. it's it's one of those. I don't I don't know how many times I could watch it. Right. It's one of the best movies I don't want to see again. Uh, yeah, my wife yeah. has seen it many times. <laughs> so I, if you're yeah, female, I mean, I you can watch it a lot. Yeah. I just don't think I, I could watch it over and over again. And I, I, you know, it's, it was so good and I'll remember it and I'll, and I love the movie and I'll remember it for a very long time. But if you're saying, Hey, let's go watch a movie. It, the answer is probably going to be Deadpool at this point. All right. Deadpool move two moves on so far. This side of the bracket is all superhero. movies. 
That's right. Oh, gee, let's put some nerds on a podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We need to get some more female uh, <laughs> judges on this. All right. Well, let's see if it if it takes a clean sweep for these final four. We have Mission Impossible Fallout versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. Paul, you begin this one. I, I think I'm going to be the only one that says this. I think the, you, you two are going to go the other way. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, because I don't, <laughs> I, I don't like Fallout. I don't, Tom Cruise just gets on my nerves. Oh. All right, Joe, what say you? I'm, I'm going to go with Paul on this one. i got to go with Ant-Man. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, Mission Impossible was there and stuff, but, you know, it's the whole Tom Cruise thing, because I know they specially made a helicopter with a short enough wheelbase that he could reach his foot Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like a little midget. <laughs> wow. Well, let me say, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp, but Mission Impossible Fallout was fantastic as well, and they did some amazing stunts in that. So I'm going to say Mission Impossible Fallout, just to give it its due desserts, even though... It do it's due desserts. Is that, is that something? <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't know. I think you're mixing metaphors. <laughs> it's due think... desserts. What? <laughs> it's St. Patty's Day, and I've been celebrating. So forgive me. <laughs> uh, there you go. So Ant Man vs. the Wasp is the winner. All right, round two, the Elite Eight. Here we go. We have A Quiet Place versus Incredibles Two. Joe, you begin this one. Quiet Place versus Incredibles Two. I think I gotta go a quiet place. A quiet place, huh? Oh man, that's interesting. Cause I, I, I thought Incredibles two was absolutely hilarious. I loved it. You know what? Let's make Paul sweat. I'm going Incredibles two. <laughs> wow. Again, I'm gonna go with the cultural impact and say that the quiet place two is probably gonna the quiet place <laughs> quiet two. Yeah, place two. Quiet, wow. Wow. The quiet place is gonna have it's gonna be more I don't know, more even though both movies are are pretty good. All right, well, there you go. A quiet Place moves on to the semifinals. All right, here we go. Now we have Aquaman versus Bohemian Rhapsody, and it is on me to go first. This one is tough. Uh, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do on this one. I think I'm going to go, oh, man. I'm, Come I'm going, on. I'm going Aquaman. It. I'm going Aquaman. That's oh, it. Really? Yeah, I'm Holy going Aquaman. Cow. Yep. Wow. I'm going Aquaman. That's crazy. Okay. All, all right. right. Well, Paul, what say you? I'm guessing. I see a silhouette of a man. Scatterboosh, <laughs> scatterboosh. So, uh, <laughs> I got to go Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. Joe, are you doing the same? Oh, yeah. I mean, this was the easiest decision since dumping on Jurassic World. Wow. Really? I yeah, don't think so Bohemian at all, Rhapsody man. every day. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is, was a great movie, but I don't know how many times I could watch it. I, I can watch it. I mean, like when I got home from it, I could have watched it again right then. Uh, I don't know. All right. There you go. Well, here he he makes it to the semifinals. Let's see from the other side what we're going to have. It's all Superman movies or superhero movies. We have <laughs> Avengers Infinity War versus Ventum. Ventum. Yeah. Venom. Ventum. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Joe, me, Paul, you go first. You know, if you'd asked me before I'd really thought about it, I would have probably said Infinity War, but... The more that I, which movie would I rather go out and see right now? It's Venom, which is weird. To wow, me, I, really? Yeah. If if I really was gonna walk out the living room right now, maybe it's just the mood I'm in. But I, I think Venom's more fun. So Venom I'm, is I'm your answer. Venom. Wow, that is a uh, underdog. All right, Joe, what say you? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't. I thought this was just gonna be one of those slam dunk ones that you just drive through and Avengers wins it all, right? I I don't know though. I mean, I don't know if I. If I want to see Venom again, I think it'd have to be Avengers. Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. I'm I'm down with the Avengers. Uh, I do want to see Venom again, but over Avengers Infinity War? Uh, I'm not so certain about that. That's a little crazy. Crazy talk, Paul. So Avengers moves on to the semifinals. All right. All right. I, I'm, not, I'm not disappointed in that because I would have thought. Paul's also surprised. So. <laughs> All right, let's go to the final of this round. Deadpool 2 versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. Joe. I, I'm going Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, let's see. Hmm. You went Deadpool. Ant-Man. Yeah, you know what? I'm with you. Deadpool 2. Let's go adult. Let's yeah, go Deadpool 2. PG. Yeah, Deadpool 2 was better. Yeah, yeah, that was good. All right, so we got our final four. We have A Quiet Place versus Bohemian Rhapsody. And Avengers Infinity War versus Deadpool 2. 
Let's find out who wins. Let's start with A Quiet Place versus Bohemian Rhapsody. I start this one. Now, I haven't voted for Quiet Place this entire game. But you know what? I'm going to Quiet Place, even though I voted against it all these times. <laughs> just because you're right. It does, you know, it was a groundbreaking movie as far as what it was, what it did. I thought it was very interesting. And uh, I think I would like to see that over Bohemian Rhapsody at this point. So I'm going to Quiet Place. Paul, what say you? I would go Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, Joe. It's on you, See, buddy. I was afraid to go first on this one, and now I'm really afraid to go third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quiet Place versus Bohemian Rhapsody. God. Yeah, a lot of different difference, right? I mean, you wouldn't it, the mood would have to be completely different. Right? Yeah, I mean they're they're completely yeah, they're completely separate. Oh. I think I have to go Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. I mean, wow. I love The Quiet Place, but my goodness, Bohemian Rhapsody was so good. All right, Bohemian Rhapsody takes it. I can't believe it. All right. All right, our last semifinalist. Who's going to go head to head versus Bohemian Rhapsody? Is it Avengers Infinity War or Deadpool 2? Let's find out. Paul, what say you? Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. All right. Joe? All right. Deadpool 2. Oh, thank God. I don't have to say anything because I think I'd go Infinity War, to be honest with you. But it doesn't matter what I say, though I will say Infinity War just to give it just desserts as well. (laughs) 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 All right. Here we are, the finals. Bohemian Rhapsody versus Deadpool 2. And who started that one? Paul. So, Joe, you begin. These are even more extreme, like, yeah, right, I mean, yeah these are like a complete opposites of thing but bohemian rhapsody had meaning and deadpool 2 was just yet more deadpool so i'm i'm going bohemian rhapsody all right now it's my turn you know let's make this interesting because i'm gonna go deadpool 2 because that movie was fantastic that was and, awesome wasn't it and if i had to watch one of the two right now deadpool 2 uh, no question paul it's on you buddy this is it this is for the win who is well, going to win our top 16 grossing movies of 2018? You know, if, if it had been the first Deadpool, it would it, it would it would definitely have been that one. But uh, it, now the second one doesn't doesn't quite get there. It's got to be a Bohemian Rhapsody. All right, Bohemian Rhapsody wins our bracket. Congratulations to Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, find us, directors, uh, writers, stars. Find us, track us down, and you will get your trophy. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Paul's going to 3D print it right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There you go. That was probably the longest uh, from the cutting room floor segment we've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's time for our actual reviews. So let's move right into our reviews. I'm going to begin with Greta. This is released March 1st, 2019, rated R, runtime one hour and 38 minutes, starring Isabel Hubbard, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Micah Monroe. Description, a young woman befriends a lonely widow who's harboring a dark and deadly agenda toward her. IMDb gives a 6.2 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes 54% for the critics and 44% of the audience. Box office U.S. gross is $8.9 million. As of March 12, 2019, and uh, interesting notes, the distribution rights for the film were bought at the Toronto International Film Festival by Focus Features for $6 million. So this movie, I was very interested to see this movie, and so my wife and I uh, fairly recently went to see it because it was on its way out of the theater. So we had to go, and we did, and I'm glad I did because it was a good movie. I, Joe, I know you want to see it, correct? Yes, I do really want to see it. So I'm hoping for a spoiler-free review. <laughs> All right. So because I'm pretty excited about seeing this movie, and I, I, if you need to spoil it to review it, then please do so. But. I don't think I do, but if I, I, I'd ask that you do see it, so that way we can actually talk about the, about what happens. The movie is a good movie. I'd say the ending brings this movie from an okay movie to a better than okay movie. I. Endings to me are pretty important. <laughs> they can wreck or uh, make a movie. And the ending of this one uh, made this movie much better. It enhanced it 100%. Uh, the one thing I'd say about this movie, as you watch the entire movie, the the bad character or the antagonist in this is a little old woman who says she's French. And so she's very 
very thin, very, you know, <laughs> not a big woman. So you would think she wouldn't be intimidating as far as a as an antagonist. But like this teenage girl, there's moments where I thought like the girl would just get up and just push her down or do something, you know what I mean? But you know, I think it's more of a mental thing like once once you you're like, like you're a captor and a captive person, you kind of fall into those roles maybe. And that's why she could get away with some of the stuff that she did. I don't know. It was, it, was, it was interesting. But like I said, the ending of this movie, I really enjoyed. And without any spoilers, I can say it was very interesting. <laughs> it was an interesting movie to watch. There's a couple moments where I was like, well, why didn't you just punch her in the face or something? But other than that, uh, it seemed pretty, pretty legit, the story they told. And, uh, you know, like I said, the ending, I, I really enjoyed the ending. So when I left the theater, I thought, oh, okay, that was that was much better than like the first couple minutes or a couple, maybe the first 20 minutes when I was watching it than I thought it might turn out to be. So I, I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> all in all, I give this a, hmm, this is tough because it's, it's either between a stream or a second run. You know what? I'm going to say second run because it, it was a good movie. And the ending only, like I said, makes it better. It is like a, like a vindication moment type thing going on. So I, I liked it. So go out, see Greta. Uh, you might be able to see it actually in second run at this point. <laughs> uh, probably Joe, your theater, you probably still see it, but my, yeah, tend to stay around for quite a long time. Yeah. Go my, on. my, my 10 theater theater that I go to it, it, it's already gone. <laughs> it left with this weekend. So, but there you go. Now, what you've all been waiting for, let's move in to the feature presentation. Now, our feature presentation. This week's feature presentation is, of course, Captain Marvel. Tagline, higher, further, faster. Released March 8th, 2019. Director Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Uh, they've done a lot of TV together. Uh, as far as movies go, this, is, uh, this isn't their first, but I'm trying to think what actually they had. I think they had one or two... Uh, things that no you probably wouldn't know but they've, they've done a lot of tv rating pg-13 runtime one hour yeah one hour two hours and four minutes starring brie larson samuel jackson and ben mendelston description carol danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races imdb gives it a 7.1 out of 10 run tomatoes critics give it a 80 percent and the audience gives it a 59%. Box office, opening weekend, $153 million. Interesting notes. Stan Lee makes a cameo appearance. This is probably his third to last cameo, as it is reported that he will, have, he will also have a cameo in Avengers Endgame as well as Spider-Man Far From Home. Goose is played by four different very professional cat actors named Reggie, Rizzo, Gonzo, and Archie. <laughs> They're very professional cat actors, it says. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's move on. The name Captain Marvel is not used is not used once in the entire film until the closing credits. Oh, okay. Here we go. This is it. I found it. I, I wrote out the word. That's why I couldn't find it earlier. What film number is this by Universal Studios for the MCU? Joe, give us your first guess. Or give us your guest. You go first. 23rd. Paul, what say you? You can pick the same one if you want. I wouldn't. <laughs> 26. 26? <laughs> no. 21st. Oh, wow. First. Yeah, you guys are over You think we start keeping track. Yeah, you should write this down because I'm going to ask All you right. this. Next time it's going to be 22nd. Okay, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep asking when we get it wrong. When I ask you for the end game and you say 32, I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> We're going to do it anyway, right? Yeah, it's going to yeah, help. Okay. Probably 25th. <laughs> you're sure they'll, they'll fit eventually form. eventually you'll get there joe <laughs> if you keep on 25 you'll get there all right uh the film features not one but two stanley cameos he is seen in the images of the opening marvel studios logo and can be seen on a train reading the script to mall rats in which he made uh an appearance in so i think from what i understand that was his first cameo mall rats well, I, don't, I don't think that uh that whole 
Stan Lee tribute in the Marvel logo technically counts as a cameo, really, does it? I don't know, but I was so happy to see it. I was like, oh, yeah, it was very it was a very nice thing they did for, you know, to put in there and, you know, to to honor him or whatever. But that's not really a cameo appearance. But you know what? The funny thing is, if I were, I don't know, Stanley's family or or someone who cared for him, I'd been like, "Eh, you know, that's great. But can you put that in the Avengers Endgame where everybody and their mother is going to see the movie 900 times more than maybe Captain Marvel? (laughs) I can imagine that not being the intro to Avengers Endgame. I mean. They're not going to do it again. I think it was a one-time, one-and-done, like, hey, Stanley just died. Let's give him something. Then, Nah, it's going to be there. Oh, okay. We got to put money on this because I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. All right. I'll, I'll bet you a... Uh... Uh, popcorn, large popcorn at the theater when we go to a movie together. There we go. Bioma. Plus, wow, those are steep, steep, steep stakes. <laughs> and a drink. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, but, I just realized we ordered the popcorn and drink when we went to the movie, but I didn't get they never delivered my free gummies and I forgot to ask for them. Jeez, what is wrong with you? You never get any of the stuff that you're supposed to get. Right. How do you get free gummies? You, you order the popcorn and drink combo. They're supposed to give you a little pack of gummies and they always forget. And I have to ask for it every time. I just forgot yesterday. <laughs> uh, what did you see yesterday? Captain Marvel. Oh, oh shoot. You just saw it then. Yeah, it, it took me a while to get there. All right. Well, you'll have it freshest in your mind because uh, Paul and I went a long time ago. Long, long time ago. Uh, okay, so I guess I'll begin with my thoughts. A very good movie. I, I So, okay, here's my couple things about I was going to get political. Can, oh, do I get a political moment? All right, go ahead. Go right ahead. You get to talk about her stuff before and after the movie? Woo. Do I get to talk about whether or not she's a lesbian or not? You mean in the movie? Right, because... They, Wow! <laughs> I I I saw something because about that. Yeah, about her and the uh, the black chick, the being, black girl, the, the, yeah. and and you know that that they that they seem to have coded it in subtle ways to to indicate that they may have been a couple, right? Raising a daughter. I don't remember a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Because interestingly enough, and I actually I another YouTuber, Yoan Ellis, pointed this out. You remember, there's the scroll in the. Um, that wants to get back to the ship, um, Marvel's ship. Okay. Um, because there's a kid and a woman up there, yes. right? Yeah. D- don't you assume that that's his wife and kid? Yes. He never says that. He never does anything that Captain Marvel doesn't do, but yet uh, you jump to that conclusion. Except even he, though, he wants to get back to them where Captain Marvel seemed more or less indifferent. She didn't really want to get back to her friend. She just needed her friend. Yes. Which makes me to believe they are married, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, Paul. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's a friend that, and all of her memories that bring her back are around this woman, right? I mean. Well, well, no, she dreams about the other one, Captain Marvel, or Miss Marvel, or however you say her name. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. They made it, they did make that a woman, which, you know, in the comic book, that's actually a romance, right? Between a male Marvel and. Mm, interesting. I mean, that that's how, that's how. Carol Danvers is introduced as a love interest for Captain Marvel, the man, right? And they, oh, okay. they, sw- they switch the oh. genders on it. I'm just saying, and I, I don't know, but it, it, they seem like they're at least queer coding. Yeah. They're leaving it open. Obviously, they're not out and out saying it, but uh, they, they seem to be queer coding it, right? That's a gay man. I think you see through the queer eye of a straight guy. <laughs> what was that TV show? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think <laughs> I don't it's... Know. No, I, I don't think this is like... I never got that. This is intentional. What I'm saying is it's intentional, but it's also hidden. It's one of those things that it's, know, maybe, it's called queer coding. It's, maybe, it's, 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 yeah, queer maybe. people really turn in and become fans, but they don't actually have to commit to, to the character being queer. Maybe, uh, you know, I'm an ignorant straight dude, but I never, you know, at no point did that ever cross my mind. Oh, yep. And, and I understand that. That's the point. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Wow. <laughs> so this is the gay agenda. Oh, so this yeah, is perfect. Course, course. So only <laughs> only gay people pick up on it, so they win both ways. Yes, and it happens a lot in a lot of different shows. Like where they'll put in language that yeah, that that most straight people won't even catch, and gay people will lap it up, and then they don't have to commit. Like even hmm. the crimes of Grindelwald, right? Where where 
the author has said that there's a romantic relationship between the two, but in the actual movie, they just queer code it, right? They they make it look like so that straight people would be like, oh, they're good friends, and, yeah, and see, gay people I, would be like, oh, they're romantic, right? Here's the problem. I, that particular movie, I I know the you know the whole uh, the, the, they were lovers or whatever. But I am uncertain if I thought that when I was watching the movie or during our review, you mentioned it. <laughs> so at this point, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Maybe it was because we did the review and you said it. Or I don't know if I picked that up during watching. I don't I don't remember. Well, and I think it's that. So you don't. Like I said, straight people don't, wouldn't catch it. But it's a, it's kind of a cop out, right? It's a way of like of kind of representing, but then not representing. It happens in TV shows all the time where, you know, they'll code a character as ambiguously gay right hmm interesting so this is kind of a gay dar then yeah yeah you can sit there with a, having it. your cake and eating it too yeah, yeah. I, sorry i thought i'd mention it. It, it it's you know it's the lesbian type yeah. but but that that was my thought on it oh there you go <laughs> well i i think that uh carol danvers is a shitty wife then because she didn't really try to get back to her very quickly and she left she's like all right well, she, didn't remember, yeah. though. And she ditched her yeah she yeah. did ditch her yeah, 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 I'm out of here. <laughs> like, oh yeah, let me get back to your family. But yeah, I'll just leave these guys here. I'll leave. You can't, I'll... you can't tie me down. She didn't even leave her damn jacket for the little girl. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, she wore gosh. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, she's the man in that relationship, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, I All thought right. Paul was going after the crazy. Um, Brie Larson anti-man comments in the media before and after the movie. Oh, well, oh that, I didn't realize there was. No, I, I read about that too. No, just I the, about that this morning because I didn't want to listen to any of it before I actually saw the movie. But she went on the, this rant about how white men shouldn't be movie critics because they're not equally represented in film and yada yada yada. It was see, I read that, I read a story about that, and all basically it said was all she wanted to do was during her press junket, you know, where they do like she just does the rapid fire interviews. It was all basically white men. So she yeah, she invited a woman on and people lost their shit. Like like she specifically invited this woman from this lesser known paper or something on just a little for a little diversity and like people just went crazy. Like like she's oh, making this big statement. Yeah, I, saw, I saw a video clip of her uh, you know going you know going a thing saying, you know, 30% of uh you know the population is white male and 30% is white female and 20% is black male and she's going through this population statistic goes but 80% of all movie critics are white males like well, you know that's not really <laughs> that's a chosen profession i mean yeah yeah, yeah you don't you know we don't get chosen what we do we, yeah, we, we, we are we are blocking females from being movie critics just you know <laughs> got a lot of money now go into criticism sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think anyone is like saying aha yeah. Uh, you know, I think she just just horribly misspoke. I'm not going to read a whole lot into that. I'm not going to yeah. go all kind of crazy right winger on it because some of those guys went completely nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, she said something bad about white men. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, just, yeah, I'm, I'm with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But oh, yeah. no, I think she was just a little bit unclear in the in the message she was trying to portray and did not eloquently speak her side. All right. Yeah. Could be. But uh, let's get right back into the movie. Uh, so my thoughts of this, you, you know how, okay, here's my first thought. Do you know how when Solo first came out, everyone gave it shit about it was being too neat? It was, like, it was too convenient that all his lore basically happened inside the scope of this movie. Like all like his, his race and you know getting the Millennium Falcon and all that stuff, it all happened within a two-hour span and people like threw, threw shit about it. I think, Paul, you may have as well. Yeah, okay. Okay. This movie, I almost feel, has almost has that same thing where you get the Avenger's name, you get his eye patch, what happened to his eye, you also get that, the, you know, how, how how did he get that pager? I mean, the, the worst thing that happened in that movie was when she looked at him and said, give me your pager because you obviously can't be trusted with it. I thought, oh my God, that is the worst way to get that pager. I, that was so bad. I'd have sooner... It was really forced. Yeah, that was so forced. It was disgusting. I was like, oh, just I'd sooner not have it at all and just have something. Let, let us assume that she did something later on. Like I, that it was so bad. Not spelled out. Yeah, right? that was so bad. So bad. 
like being at Thanksgiving dinner with your really loud mother-in-law who can't have an unexpressed thought. <laughs> everything. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was just awful. I thought that was the worst thing that I've ever done. And, you know, then they did the eye and the Avengers. I thought, oh, well, you know, I'd be curious to see if this gets any shit for, you know, trying to tie everything in. And I haven't heard anything. So maybe it's just me. And again, it's not to the degree of, let's say, Solo, but uh, still they <laughs> they have a lot of fanfare in there and pushing, you know, finding yeah, out I, what I they think, did. I think they really just tried to hammer this in so you know that, you know, you knew how, now have a, a super being that can fight Thanos. Yeah. And let me tell you something. At the end, when she, you know, discovered her powers and went, uh, went, uh, <laughs> I was going to say John Wick, but that's not right. Went, uh, uh, what's his <laughs> Matrix guy? Neo. Oh, yeah. With Neo on them. Oh, man. I was in on that. Like, yes. Oh, it, it was really cool. But yeah, I, I worry, and not to distract distract you too much, I worry that she's going to be too Superman y. Ah, interesting. You know, just so powerful that it just makes it less interesting. Well, I mean, Thanos right, still has a stone. have a weakness, right? We don't know of any weakness that she has now. But Thanos has those stones, which he can converse time, move. I mean, yeah. at least of... Superman has a has a MacGuffin that can hurt him, right? I mean, we're her. Gosh, just and we know she doesn't have any stones. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I guess. See, I'll give the MCU and Marvel, uh, you know, benefit of the doubt. You know, I'll give them credit for having figured all this out. In me- where it makes sense, where, like I say, where uh, you know Neo and Matrix, they just like, oh, we want more money, so let's make it so <laughs> this doesn't happen. You know, let's make two more movies, and it's impossible to make it actually compelling because we already made this guy godlike. But uh, yeah, I thought this was, I I really enjoyed the movie, especially at the end, at the very beginning. I thought the blockbuster scene would basically be the beginning of the movie, and everything else would be done in flashbacks so when it wasn't done that way in the first like 20 minutes or half hour was in space i was just kind of confused looking at the screen like what's going on i I don't know what's this is not what i thought was going to go was going to happen so it took me a little bit to get into the movie just because i i I assumed it was going one way and it just did not but once i got in i was all in i i clearly see this movie a hundred times over and here's the thing though i don't know if I'm going to give it a first run or an opening weekend, I feel like I should give it an opening weekend based on the movie reviews I've done for other MCU movies. And I guess I should, I don't know. I haven't, I don't think any of us has given any opening weekends yet. I think I've given something an opening weekend for this year. Oh, this year. No, this year. No, 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 this year. Yeah. This year. I'm I'm saving it for annihilation, right? (laughs) End game. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go first run. What the heck? First run on this. Very good movie. Good MCU edition. Uh, it gives you some backstory on Fury, and you know, ultimately the one superhero I suppose that will save the day and beat Thanos. If that's the way it works out, who knows? We have to watch Endgame. I did like the flat. The first post-credit scene was really good. You know, they kind of tied in the you know the next movie with with uh, this one. Uh, and waiting for the second one really wasn't worth the time. <laughs> Just seeing a cat puke up the uh, stone wasn't uh, really worth it. But uh, it was good. So I'm going to say first run on this one. Uh, let's go, Joe. Let's go you next since Paul probably has some nerdy comic book stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can, I, got, I thought I got all the nerdy stuff out of we, the way. We can sneak out of the room when he starts talking about comics. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> having a nerdgasm. <laughs> All right, Joe, what's that? I, I I liked it. I First, I mean, I'll just say the bad things first. Okay, let um, me just say this. Okay, we already know you're racist because you gave <laughs> Black Panther a no, a don't watch. So let's see if you're sexist as well. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Nick Fury's face CGI was distracting. Well, they did that for him and uh, Agent, what's his, Coulson or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. well, I don't really know who he is. So. Yeah, I don't watch a TV show, so I don't. Yeah, so it, know a lot of I him. knew the name was in something Avengery, but I don't know anything about it. But I mean, his face didn't look right. It was. Oh, I, I would rather have them gotten a younger, you know, higher Samuel Jackson's son or some shit. You know. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I, I I I just could not get used to his face. It didn't look natural. 
but he wouldn't have changed. Like, if you get some anybody else, even his son. It wouldn't look like him. But yeah, it wouldn't look enough like him to be like, oh, yeah, that's him 20 years later. Unless maybe maybe at the very end of this movie, he gets splashed in the face with acid and they have to do reconstructive surgery. Yeah, the Joker, right? <laughs> yeah, something weird. Yeah, I don't know. Or something I don't know, but I just it just it was distracting. They just gotta they gotta wait for CGI to get better before you start de-aging people. Yeah, okay. There were some aliens at the beginning that looked like really cheap Halloween masks. Wow. But okay. First scene, you look at one of the aliens. It's like a couple of them are good, and then there's a couple of them that's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> that? That looks like someone went to the mall and bought a bought a uh, scroll mask or something. <laughs> And the other thing, too, with the whole Tesseract, the MCU has too many MacGuffins to keep track of as someone who doesn't follow it closely. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I don't care about the stupid Tesseract and you having to tie all this shit together with crazy items that I don't keep track of. Yeah, but... I, I, and I also do kind of wonder in Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought they made it clear that no one could hold it and survive. Well, any human, not a cat. That's what I mean. It seems like, yeah, as this goes on, it seems like more and more exceptions end up popping well, out of nowhere. Technically, that uh, wasn't a cat. That was something else. Yeah. Oh, the, the, okay. The octopus cat was truly. <laughs> because obviously they didn't say human. They said, you know, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. It was yeah. no. Yeah, that's true. Creature, that's true. Right? Yeah. It wasn't. Alien. Anyway, or... sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, that was one of my things. Where I was like, <laughs> she, picks, she picks it up at one point, And I'm like, but I mean, I know she has gloves, but still, it's like. Well, she's the undefeatable Captain Marvel, right? She's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, that, that was my question. Like, it just seems like that rule is relaxed whenever it needs to be, right? So I didn't even keep track of it through Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, there's just too many movies and too many small items that are being referenced in every movie that you're supposed to keep track of. I, well, I just you knew well, the name though. That's good. I couldn't even remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Because I, I thought it was the thing from Transformers until <laughs> isn't that from Transformers? And then it was like, no, that's the cube of something or another. Yeah, uh, yeah. Paul. But either way, I mean, there's just too much stuff to keep track of. In the movie itself, as structure-wise, I the learning her backstory from flashbacks has been done a lot better than it was done in this movie. Yeah, I, I think this movie could really go for a re-edit. Hmm. All right. To make this to make the story a lot more linear, right? I mean, you'd really feel for her as the downtrodden girl a lot more if you got to watch her fall down and get up and fall down and get up and realize, okay, how determined this woman is as she grows older. And then you get to see the story versus you don't get to see her until the end scene showing that she is strong. Well, I mean, I think that was the whole thing though. Like she was weak and you know, her powers all generated from the whomever that those, that race of people are. And then only until you realize she is strong and that she realized her own power. And, uh, you know, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. I just, it's a it, symbolic it, thing they're doing. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like Brie Larson and I think, I don't know if it's directing or something like that, because after watching room, right. I don't know if you guys watch that movie. It was no. a fantastic movie. She is so well acted. She was wonderful in it and was not as good in this. All I'm right. assuming the director's fault and not hers because of how, how strong of an actress she is. Um, I really like that. You know, the whole, the whole universe was not at stake, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, it's, Oh, the whole universe is going to end unless you do this. I'm so tired of these superhero movies that do that. So it was good that it had like a thing. It didn't have a 20 minute CGI monster fight at the end, which was always nice. <laughs> um, you know, you didn't have what the shark with armor or the rhinoceros war rhinos or some oh, dumb stuff. Oh boy. <laughs> that was there and that's i liked it i mean they had a you know there's obviously it's marvel and there's a bunch of cgi but i felt they were a lot more sparing with it than they were in a lot of scenes or in a lot of their other movies yeah and so i came back and in yeah the octopus cat was genius (laughs) (laughs) those guys talking to give it some other name and him sam jackson the entire time thinking it's just a cat (laughs) (laughs) right it turned out to be this horribly dangerous creature I laughed a lot. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was really good. And I, you know, I came originally, I was like, yeah, that it was fun. And I agree that it was fun. And I, I I'm somewhere between second run and stream it. Wow. Um, I, I mean, you know, it was just your, it was, it wasn't super special, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm going to go second run with it. All right. Second run. Wow. Okay. 
This is interesting. All right, Paul. What say you? Wow. Um, I, I kind of have to agree. For, for whatever reason, and maybe it's unfair to compare it, I compare it to Wonder Woman, and yet I, I, I think Wonder Woman was a better movie. Maybe it's because it's more epic, and I like more the epic movie than the down-to-earth, realistic humor, uh, human kind of Marvel take on it. But the Wonder Woman didn't have the moment like where she realizes and she becomes like she takes the you know the the great power and you know she turns it around and harnesses it. Does, it. it didn't. I I remember that that actually happening. Right <laughs> at some it? point, she actually <laughs> remembered that she's a you know the child of a god and not. Uh, but she's right. got the weapon. Remember, you know, charges across that battlefield. Oh my God, that was amazing. Uh, maybe I'm misremembering, or I don't. Really <laughs> <laughs> epic. So yeah, for some reason, I like I liked Wonder Woman better. I don't know why. Maybe it's maybe she. Yeah, she's not my type. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm in the, the dark women, the, the the lights, the blondes. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I said those words. Um, <laughs> But I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, but it, it goes really to me about about the same level as like the first Ant Man. It's a good movie. It was okay. It wasn't the best I, yeah, so far. I think the best Marvel movie has been Thor Ragnarok. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that was very good. That was very good. Yeah. That was genius. Yeah. And so I I would say I'd have to say first run because I I love my superhero movies but but i, I see where it, it gets close to sinking in the second run land so hmm, interesting all right well there you go well this has been a long episode so let's put this to bed so i think that will bring this episode to a close so thanks again to paul and joe for joining me and until next time that's a wrap 